Are we live? Yeah, we're on. Yeah. Yo, 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 what's up? <laughs> um, I've I've got one for you. Yeah, I um, this is a bit of a like high school thing, but it's like everyone's like orange juice and toothpaste, so gross. Like, okay, it's not that gross. What I did have this morning accidentally was like I brushed my teeth and then I was like, fuck, I'm hungry again, and so I had like some of that like plowman's pickle on toast with cheese. It was the most frightening flavor I've encountered in like months and months and months. It was so bad. And it took like three or four bites to get past the like strange metallic like combination taste. Yeah, not Such a bad combo. That's why you should never brush your teeth. Agreed. <laughs> and I've, st- I've never brushed my teeth. Wait, was that the opening sag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Hung Up. I don't know what episode we're up to, but today we're talking about food. We're talking food. We got like way too much to talk about, so I think we should just fucking start. Yeah. And then we're just going to stop because I need to go. And whatever doesn't get said, doesn't get said. So if we don't talk about your cute little fucking tapas place, don't get mad. Someone asked me that recently. They were like, uh, what's your tapas recommends? <laughs> and I'm always like, but who's it for? Because if it's for like, I don't know, a kid or yeah. something like... Or like a poor student. Yeah, like a poor student, you got one recommend and like you have to go to the tackier place. Mm. But I think that's like the nature of a good recommender. You're not just like my favorite place. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is the place that works for you. Yeah, we were talking about that in relation to something else. I was just like being a chef. It's like, you can't just make what you want to eat. You have to make it for people that want to eat food <laughs> yeah you're like i like spicy food but like your friend no, your friends can handle it yeah. yeah so don't fucking put chili in your food you mm. fucking asshole that's okay, some, dial like, back a little bit that's crazy that's is strong <laughs> no i think that's fucked that's like some strong language that was like v1 cooking where it was like this is how you're gonna get it yeah whatever's scariest you're miles away from the mic there no, yeah. i'm right next to the mic well, i was paused i was like waiting for you to say something oh okay yeah Let's start with S Lab. We've been dying to fucking talk about this place mm. since we since we went. Mm. So Aiden was living in Ashfield. He just moved out, and just before that, just before he moved out, um, this new shop set up right like right at the end of your street. It's called S Lab, the Soup Experts, and they've got like a little logo and stuff. And it's like airspace vibes. It feels like an airport, like cafe or airport noodle joint or something. And Jesus Christ, some of the best noodles I've had in this godforsaken country the best noodles i think i've ever had yeah and so simple so like all they have like a freezer and a fridge when you walk in this is really cool it's kind of like decomposed it's like when like a musician drops all the like pieces of their album for you to like recompose True. as you walk remix. in yeah to remix they've got like just the sauces and then like a few dishes and then they have some teas but it's really beautiful like we fuck hard with like the retail section of a restaurant yeah, that's sexy. And then the menu. Did they has, even have a recipe book? Then really nah, no, it's not, just like put these in a pot together. Yeah, it will like, yeah, we'll get to it. But like the menu is so fucking beautiful. There's like two sections. It's like one A4 laminate, uh, one page menu, which is like a great sign. Mm. Like it's like there's four, three or four noodle dishes and like five or six soups. That's it. English on one side, Chinese on the other side. That's it. 
They fucking, I don't even think they have a drinks fridge. Oh, they have yeah. some uh, like really nice, like, um, you know, it's like milk teas. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like bottled up. Yeah. Um, that they made. Yeah. Cool. That they made and they're pretty, pretty fucking cool. good. Yeah. yeah. But let's uh, talk about the noodles we had. So we have, we had the uh, chicken noodles. Yeah. With extra chicken, please. And oh then yeah. I, and then I said, me too. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So yeah, he, like looked, through- he looked at the chef like, oh, it's this guy again. <laughs> yeah, he had to like say quite a lot to like <laughs> do the extra chicken because it's not that kind of place. There's no like plus two extra chicken. Yeah, it's like kind of how yeah. it comes. Yeah. But uh, we were hungry that day. So yeah, fucking tell us about this plate of noodles. <clears throat> yeah, I think there were egg noodles and it's just like, it's literally just like noodles in the sauce with chicken, but they're beautiful, like light and like nicely chewy noodles. And they're all perfectly coated in this sauce. Like there's nothing left in the bowl when you've eaten all the noodles. It's like exactly the right volume of sauce. It really is like the platonic bowl of noodles. It's four ingredients. It's like yeah. the noodles, house-made. They're like chicken. They're fatty, like orange chicken sauce. A little bit of like poached chicken, some shallots, and a little bit of coriander. Yeah. And it's like 10.50. Yeah. Damn. We're yeah. going to blow this spot up. Everyone's going to go now. I think if you, like a lot of times when people recommend a restaurant, it's like overrated, impossible. We haven't yet stated how yummy it actually is. It's genius. That's cooking. why it's right up the top of the episode. Because yeah. like nothing else we're going to talk about is going to be as yummy as this. I don't think there's no like, kidding. yeah, a bowl of food that I've been like as excited about like all year. Mm. It's just like you want to cry. It's yeah. that good. And it's yeah. so fucking simple. Yeah. And then, yeah, I would like cheekily ask, I was like, so you can buy the sauce, you can buy everything else. I'm like, how about those noodles, huh? And the guy just looks at me. He's like, mm-mm. <laughs> like, fucking shakes his no, head. No, dude. Yeah. yeah. The fucking secret noodle recipe is yeah. ours. So I think that's the best restaurant in Ashfield. It's my favorite. And go it's check brand it out. New. Yeah. Go check out S-Lab. Yeah. So simple. Yeah. Hung Up is sponsored by S-Lab this week. We fucking wish. Yeah. We'll send them cool. this. We'll send them this yeah. That opener. Yeah. See what they say. That's a good idea. Yeah. Then we get the noodles. It's so quiet there. It needs to, it needs to be blown up. It would be cool if it was a bit more buzzing. Cause also uh, another caveat about, well, one caveat about it, strange hours. (laughs) They're like 10 till five. Yeah. It's a daytime. It's a lunch spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lunch spot. And like just up the other end of Liverpool road, they just open like a second. I'm not sure how many of these, but it's like kind of a famous chain called like Malay Chinese and that space, like they open at the same time and that one's fucking buzzing. Like there's a queue and shit. Yeah. I went twice. Not that good. Huh? I really didn't think it was that good. There you go. Maybe I don't get it, but like. It's kind of overhyped or something. I think S-Lab is way better. Maybe it looks better on Instagram. Doesn't even look good. The other places, like, they're pretty fucking super Nazi about it. Mm. Like, you have to have takeaway. Mm-hmm. You you can sit in there, but you have to pick up your fucking... They just put it on the counter yeah. and call a number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, that's the authentic experience yeah, that people yeah. are after or something. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of places did that. Hey, post-COVID, it's like, we're takeaway only now. Mm. Like, we don't want to do the dishes anymore. Mm. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize this, but I was at work the other day, and there's a lot of, like food waste there Mm. this is at the photo studio and i was like um can these go in the recycling bin talking about those like paper trays that they've started and like paper takeaway boxes that they've started serving food in and um the guy there's like no this is like for compost not for recycling oh yeah and i was like you can't even recycle it well you can't recycle it because you're like like, food stains on it yeah right but you're supposed to like compost it Right, yeah. that makes sense. That's like you the fishbowl shit as well. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, why does this look so recyclable? But yeah. it's not recyclable. Yeah. Ah, right, it goes in the compost. Yeah, so that's why. 
Hmm, cool. I wonder if they compost it like no. behind the bar. No. <laughs> no, fuck that. I can't even, I don't think we have the bandwidth and we're like too sad about the climate apocalypse to get into like greenwashing and oh like God, yeah. the images of, you know, Jesus. restaurant fucking whatever. So yep. let's just sidestep that for we're, now. Yeah, we're going to zoop. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to talk about today. So I just moved like right by the farmer's market and I just like hit you up this morning. I'm like, let's go check it out. And it fucking blossomed into this like beautiful late morning hang. Yeah. And like, I don't know, just like, how did it feel? Cause I guess we haven't been to a farmer's market for a while Mm-mm. and they're kind of like the butt of a lot of like Portlandia-esque like <laughs> yeah. 2012 jokes. Like, oh my yeah. God, like you go to the farmer's yeah. market. Yeah, it was but pretty like, funny. Me and Glenn both brought our analog film cameras and we looked at each other a little bit like, oh, we're doing the thing, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but it was, it, so like I went to the um, Marrickville version of that quite recently and it was very different. There's, I would say there's maybe about the same amount of food there but it was just easier to get around carriage works just like up and down up and down and you know marrickville you feel like you want to get a look at everything first before you buy one <clears throat> you're gonna take that or yeah. i probably should take it yeah. yo Pause. i'm in stemmo no you can't come yet i'm in the middle of recording an episode um yeah so you okay, went to marrickville t- yeah. and like right on about it's so congested there and everyone yeah. wants to like little fucking kids running across every, Hey, that's a good thing about the carriage works market. Yeah. No, like, no screaming. Not kids. many children. Not that many dogs either. Mm, yeah. yeah. Because not that I'm like, anti dogs, but yeah, nah, of course we love dogs and cats and all animals. It's just dog owners. I'm anti dog owners. Yeah. Like that fucking guy that took his dog to the Duke. And oh, yeah. you were like, what the fuck? Man, that was this like, poor dog was sitting there in like sensory overload panic brain shutdown mode yeah. with all these people fawning like yeah. drunk people yeah. falling over i was like dude take the dog home like, yeah dude and yeah. it was late and that's yeah. a loud pub like yeah. what the was, fuck the music was pumping yeah yeah like, fucking hardcore music yeah yeah so like they you- were doing um it was all hardcore like heavy music covers of pink floyd songs <laughs> i like weird. that pub though yeah that's a cool pub i might go there tonight <clears throat> have you tried the food there no, never. Yeah, me neither. Menu looked all right, though. They were like, we have hummus. Yeah, yeah. These, we have these pubs are really putting on a show with the, with the food. You kind of don't really have to. Like, maybe you do. Let's take that out. Yeah, so farmer's market, fucking good idea. And it's like not that expensive, you know? Yeah. Like, I actually haven't looked at how much I spent yet. I but. got one piece of comparison we can do. Okay. Kale at a bougie IGA in Summer Hill, mm-hmm. Romeo's, $7. For one bunch. For one big $7. bunch. Yeah. Yep. Kale at the farmer's market, the stall that I like, $4. For a smaller bunch. For a smaller bunch, but like, you know. Yeah, way fucking So we're saying yeah. like the same or slightly less. Yeah. Like yeah. that's my current. Yeah, the, the price thing. Like, I'm trying to calibrate, yeah. but like veggies are expensive now. Yeah. And I think like you are cutting out so much of the middleman. Mm. There must be some savings in that direction, right? Yeah. Like Woolies don't need to take their cut. Mm-hmm. This is some B to C shit. Yeah. We wholesaling out here. Yeah. Did you have any wholesaling. fucking characters that you liked? Like fucking Bro. farmers, dude. Yeah, like yeah, I bought yeah, my yeah, eggs. Yeah. Or I bought like a fucking expensive piece of chicken and there was this guy like fucking Aussie as shit with like a big ass like hat on. He was so nice to us. Yeah. And he was like super loud and booming. He's like your dad or he was like <laughs> from my like sh- like city perspective. He was like an archetype of like rural farm vibes. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, 
what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, what am I doing tomorrow? Like, and, but he was just so chatty. He was chatting, yeah. So like friendly. And I just had to be like, yeah, man, like I fucking, I'm fucking hyped. Like, yeah. and he was like, yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> cool. Yeah. And like, we're hyped. We're I basically each other got <laughs> some version of that with like every interaction. Yeah. And like, yeah, everyone was super nice. Like there's yeah. a stall that just sells potatoes and yeah. they've got like on their box, they're like, these potatoes are 21 out of 20, like best potatoes. <laughs> and there was like four potatoes and I picked like these, like pretty like purple skinned ones. Mm. I really like the way those ones look. And she was like, yeah, they're, they're eating real good right now. That's our best potato. Yeah, And like, nice. you know, it was this woman who looks like she's like lived on a farm her yeah. whole life. Yeah. Maybe she was 70, Yeah, like wow. gray hair. And it yeah. was just like all these little moments of humanity mm. and like connection. And not all of it was as like dignified and beautiful as that. Like some of it was just like, you see that like young boy in like the high vis, like smashing a pie or something uh, and no. his like parents or something run a farm. No, it was where we got yeah. our shit from. And uh, you can tell yeah, he's just yeah. a little bit like, whatever. He's like, like I gotta yeah. do this on yeah, Saturdays. He's like, on his phone, he's like riding yeah. my bike with my yeah. friends. So I want to turn it into some like ideal romantic picture, but yeah. I fucking feel great. Like, when I go there, like it makes me feel really connected yeah. to something. Like it just feels very community. Yeah, it was cool. It was full of chatty people and like nice vibe. It was, what was funny was like, we we're sitting on the little milk crates at the end and we got like bounced by the guys picking up the chairs. They're like, yeah. right, get the fuck out. We're going to pack up these chairs and go, you know, yeah. it was pretty funny. End yeah. To it. I, I fucking, yeah, it feels very artful to me and it feels like a little bit like we got into a conversation later in the day just talking about like owning artworks and what it feels like to have like a piece of art, like in your home mm. versus like one of our friends was like fucking conceptual art sucks because it feels like I have to like it or something like mm. in institutions, like, mm. like it just is, but they're making me stand in front of it and like respect it. Mm. And I was like, I get that. Like, that's why we're like galleries are boring sometimes. But then like, if you ask people like, what art do you have in your house? Mm. Like they will inevitably like have something that, that, they're attached to that it like something their friend made or something they made and they'll get it. And like the idea for me that there's this like artistic through line of like the produce and the farmer and like it's right here. And then like we get to live with it for this week. And like, yeah, I don't want to get mad sentimental, but like <laughs> I really will feel something like every time I like fucking eat this week mm -hmm. from this food, mm -hmm. we got like some really sexy, like, uh, seasonal shit like yeah radicchio yeah. is like so Leaks. beautiful one of the most beautiful vegetables true truly have they been still lived hard oh yeah you, you betcha you betcha yeah. and they're so like they're so bitter like yeah, i haven't had one bitter, in a while yeah. it's, it's bitter like rocket, as fuck right i think it's way more i had to put a little bit of honey on our dinner dressing because yeah. it was fucking bitter and what's that other one called did you work it out i got this lovely um i forget it's like a curly. it's like a lettuce variant what's it called <laughs> It's like um, all the veggies are splayed out on my coffee table now. Just yeah. like dump the bag. What else did we get? Let's go through the shopping bag. We got leeks. Yeah. We got five apples each for a total of like five bucks or something. Yeah. Ten for five. Ten apples I got for five bucks. I got, a, I got a beautiful brown onion. Look at that. Come on. Everything and that I got, is creating still life for uh, you. Yeah, I'm making you guys still life. That's another apple. And I got a beautiful red onion in there somewhere, but... Those apples actually are cheaper than Woolies apples. They the are, moment. and they're a Woolies way apple tastier. is like a buck fifty. Yeah, yeah. These were way less. They were trying to get rid of them. They were like, please yeah. take some yeah, apples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they were yeah. almost just like as long as they get eaten. You know, that's that's kind of that was the vibe. They were never going to sell all those apples. There was still like two tons <laughs> left. Yeah. 
You know that fucking take we had one time about like ambient music and like I guess this was just about like DJing or like setting the scene in general mm. where like I think it was like an ambient record. You were like, had play, put some ambient record on and you mm. had some friends over mm. and it was like working away in the background, mm. but it was kind of like scoring and setting the tone yeah, of like the right. vibe. Yeah. yeah, it was, um, I forget what piece of music it was, but it, it went through like from very peaceful ambient stuff to quite like confusing and upsetting harmonies. Yeah. And it snuck up so slowly and it just kind of boiled the room as like the boiling frog thing. Like yeah. we just, we were all getting really like uptight. And then, yeah. and then I realized it was the music was like kind of yeah. psycho affecting us somehow. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that kind of happened to us. Like we just kind of casually bumped into some friends and then we like <clears throat> fucking were blissed out in the sun yeah. and from like, I think, I want to say it was from looking right in the eyes of the person who made and yeah. grew your food. Yeah. And then we ended up lounging like at my house for like another three, four hours. Yeah, and that like, was beautiful. Imagine like fucking whatever, like cafes are cool. Like I'm not hating. I go to them, but like cramming into some like busy, like Saturday morning brunch cafe mm. and like everyone dropping a hundred bucks. Like would we have had so much space to just mm. like, yeah, like, lounge and relax and just hang out Maccas Maccas yeah <laughs> yeah so let's talk about it yeah I, I, I eat McDonald's sometimes yeah we yeah. all do I haven't had it in a minute like it's I kind of got a bit fed up with it recently because you and I were going a bit silly on it <laughs> we're going a bit hang. every time we left like the inner west to go or like every time we left sydney to go somewhere we'd be like oh we better stop at maccas on the way out yeah and i was like getting it like i was in a bad uber eats phase and maccas was coming up like more than once a week and Sheesh. me and my housemate were laughing about like because like there is some shame associated with uber eats in a share house totally like somehow like it's cool not but in it's this house baby <laughs> <laughs> matt lives alone listener so his fucking I've eaten scary stone questionable scampers shit. down to the door at fucking two in the morning yeah and uh, well you kind of have you could still be spotted by like a cool neighbor true yeah but they like, don't know wow, what you have he's getting uber eats again but yeah we would laugh like like when I just lived with my last housemate, you like see that Uber Eats bag and whatever, like it's Guzman or something. You're like, mm. that's defensible. Yeah. But like seeing just the McDonald's bag, like by the bin, <laughs> I think like you wake up the next morning and you're just like, ah, rough night, huh? Like, feeling I've lonely. definitely, who amongst us has not tried to hide the evidence? Yeah. You're like, I'm definitely going to throw this all the way in the bin outside. I have done that. Straight 100%. away. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let that one get lost to the sands of time yeah yeah fuck <laughs> um i want to say one thing about like mac is like it is unique i think it's delicious like i think it's really fucking delicious um like it was was warhol eating mac is in that video like in his oh yeah he's eating french fries oh, it's just okay it's not maccas it's uh, like a yeah it's kind of saying maccas he eats a maccas and a uh, like no, chips and a burger yeah i think it might we should look that up but let's whatever. say let's say it is fuck it whether it is whether it isn't in my head it's like just a brown paper bag and mm -hmm. it's like implying mcdonald's mm -hmm. but maybe the logo's on there um but like it feels to me like since then like post warhol that like Macca's has kind of like created such a like what was I saying? I was like they've wound was, up in this like 
interesting position where they're like top of the food chain in a corporate sense, but also like they get to still be cool on like a street sense. Yes. You know, like we're, we're, we're joking about this. Cause like, yeah, it's like, there's, there's definitely people who are like, I'm never eating macros. I'm a vegan or whatever. Like but there's heaps of like cool young artists who are like, yeah, it's, everyone it's cool. I know eats Maccas. I don't know one person who doesn't. Yeah. And like, you'll fucking go hang out with your band, and like, you'll inevitably end up at like a Maccas or a yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it's cheap, and it's easy, and it feeds everyone. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I kind of like. It's so so clever. Like, it feels like it's its own like emergent, like some kind of crazy post postmodern space where it's like it's so sad and so destructive, and it's everything we hate. But it's somehow still like uh, untouchably beautiful. Like, you know, it's in the landscape. We talk mm. about like always being able to see like you're never X far away from yeah. from the golden arches. I was I was driving um, back into Sydney from like, yeah, like just past Lithgow on Monday. And it's really funny. There's a sign for like, I mean, maybe if you're like live in the country, this isn't going to be that funny. But like, yeah, there's a sign for the like, Blacksland Maccas and it's like 43 kilometers away which is like most of an hour driving on the highway I was like damn they're really getting me started early but it, what I realized was that you pass by a bunch of cute little like side you know shops and like things before you get to that Maccas and they're like they're like just hold on just wait yeah. you don't have to you don't have to risk it just wait yeah. you know it's going to be good at Blacksland <laughs> so funny that's hilarious I love that and it huh? counts down yeah it's like no, you're only it's, it's just, like, just one it's sign now you're there yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I love those ones that count down they're yeah. like you're only yeah. three like mom and pop like pie shops like yeah. <laughs> away from <laughs> Travel meal, Nick Jordan, food blogs, juice take. <laughs> I think everyone should invest in a juicer because <laughs> juice is one of my most favorite drinks, aside from big almond lattes with two sugars. That's my coffee. And I really like... Um, I'm going to throw one of these apples at your head. Too. I really like... <laughs> cheap mortadella from Coles, oh. especially from <laughs> Coles. And that's not what you said earlier, my friend. Yes, it is. Mm. So mm. that's what I have for breakfast every morning. Mortadella. Yeah. Uh, iced almond latte. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What? With what two sugars. Fucking, can we do a quick coffee rundown? Oh yeah. What coffee are you drinking at the moment? Um, like, piccolos usually. Like at home though, you got some. Oh, at home I got some sick like Ethiopian stuff. From 10th Muse, is it? No, I got it from Brighter. Oh, hell yeah, nice. What do they use? Who are they roasting? They roast. They roast themselves. Right. Oh, yeah, there's a roaster in, in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Matt and I fuck with coffee. Everyone fucks with coffee. Um, I went to, like, a new coffee shop. It's called Double Barrel, and mm. they do, like, own a coffee. Double Barrel Espresso. It wasn't too good. I didn't <laughs> like it. Hmm. Why? You didn't like the flavor of the coffee. I got an espresso and I got a filter coffee mm -hmm. and I didn't like anything about either of them. <laughs> I didn't like uh, the vessels that they were served in. Whoa. Like the filter coffee was in this like annoying cup and it was mad full, mm. like too full. That's so and weird. it was like too hot and yeah. it was like spilled on the saucer. Yeah. Filter coffee is so often hot as fuck. When yeah. It comes out. yeah. Yeah. 
But there's some other coffee shop. I've forgotten what it's called, but it's near me and they do the yeah. opposite. Like I love their coffee. Yeah. And I got a fucking plate of Noki from them the other day. And mm-hmm. it was like, I've had Noki like three times in my life and it fucking blew my mind. Yo. This was the place where I was saying the chef Shit, was I vibing hard. Oh yeah, Like the cool. chef was like in the cafe and he was just like peeling coriander and talking about like a Jamie Oliver recipe <laughs> with his like 25 cool. year old, like kitchen hand mate. And I was like, bro, like he was giving me like big, like I quit my corporate job to make like fucking eggs for people and i'm so happy i made that call that's so cute yeah we like all coffee like at home you and i both fuck with instant makona Mm -hmm. and also like stupid hand ground like expensive stuff like i pay like what how much is my morning coffee like 30 cents a cup like made from home yeah Yeah, if you make but i would i would happily pay 18 bucks for a coffee like no question like for a gesher or something yeah it's it's uh yeah, it's a lot easier to drink shit coffee than it is to drink shit wine or yeah. shit like spirits. You need it more. It was like that yeah, thing I was telling you, you about like yeah. the cigarette that you roll up from all the ashtrays at the end of the week. Because <laughs> you like, really fucking need a <laughs> yeah, cigarette. Yeah, exactly. And it's still pretty good, even though it's yeah. objectively dog shit. Yeah. You need that coffee so bad in the morning. It doesn't yeah. really matter what it tastes like, like the first one. Yeah, it's true. You're going to forget me. that pretty quick. To I me. mean, look, some people are, everyone, not everyone, some people are very particular about I was I got us some three quarter flat whites from a coffee shop at the market earlier, and the lady says to me um, earlier, a guy came up and ordered five seven eighths full like lattes or something, <laughs> three and a half quarters, <laughs> three and a half quarters. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I fuck with that, dude. Whatever. Like, Get I'm pretty. Specific. You know what's funny? Like, I'm fussy about my shit coffee order, right? Mm-hmm. Drink. Like, you're really fussy about that, actually. Yeah, yeah really. And I've actually yeah. started to like instill fear in those around me. <laughs> like, they're like, is it too much water? I like like one part espresso. Uh, Wait, slow coffee. down. Give it a little bit more like um, narrative <laughs> weight. Like this is a weird, this is a weird order. If you're the okay. chef, if you're the home cook yeah. in, in the fucking so kitchen. I've like grown like, really attached to my instant coffee being prepared in a particular way. It even has been named like Aiden Special. <laughs> and it's one tablespoon of Makona and then like three or four tablespoons of water. And I like it swirled around, not stirred. <laughs> and the consistency needs to be syrupy, but not like too thick. Yeah. And it can't have too much water. It can't be more than, it's like three sips. Yeah. And I have that every morning and I'm very particular about it. <laughs> and like, I think I asked Matt one time to like remake it like what, like, Twice. Yeah. I was like, please, can you make it again? Yeah. Twice. Yeah. And you did. Did I? Oh, that's you were nice being nice. Me. I was being nice. We could oh, like that you were for like, each other. Do it. You were like, that's wrong. Do it again. I was like, okay, pour it out. And yeah. then you're like, that's wrong still. Yeah, exactly. Pour it out. Fuck, was I still nice about it? Oh, you weren't that nice about it, but like you did it. Cause I was like, yeah. I was like, there's no alternative. I, like, I, I can't drink. Nice about it. I can't drink this. Me remembering when I was nice. Me remembering I was nice. You were a pretty nice guy. Me. You heard it here first, folks. Matt, pretty nice guy. Oh, I've got a fucking, I've got a little take for you guys. Um, <clears throat> Mary's Burgers, Mary's Burger Group. We we actually really love the burgers. They're the yummy burgers. We've never had the chicken. We've had the chips. Chips are pretty yummy. Chips are fine. Um, <clears throat> but everyone's like, they're bad people, and I'm like, probably like, yeah, yeah. Like I I, I believe all the shit things. Although, Do you like, have any stuff. of those shit things off the top of your head? Ah, oh, fuck no. It's like working conditions and shit. It was like shit. treating employees like shit and yeah. being dickheads and like in the paper. And paying low and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking like, we're treating them like they're like a local band. 
and it's like like do we think about like i don't know like whatever shop we go and get our like you know fried chicken from like what about that you know like it's funny that mary's because they kind of they maybe because they kind of look like they're in a band or something they like get treated with that kind of politic political like backlash Mm -hmm. whereas like no one's checking out you know i don't know let's say like the fucking let's say for example the pasta shop at the end of your street like maybe they've also got bad working conditions but we're not hearing about that you know i think that's a fair point um yeah they also have associations with like music and culture in another way right yeah they're they're like dialed into the like yeah rich white sydney yeah and they also got like so much hype basically since the beginning yeah like that's true where yeah it was like so interesting to everyone i don't know was there a more hyped restaurant like just huge and and also like hyped but accessible like there's heaps of yeah, restaurants yeah. for like a hundred bucks each yeah, yeah, yeah. but like young people couldn't go there but yeah. like we could go to mary's when we were at uni and mm-hmm. spend like 30 sure. bucks or 25 yeah. bucks yeah everyone was always like the burgers are too small though like people still say burgers that are pretty small <laughs> yeah it's like a mcmacca's burger yeah a McMacca's burger. I didn't say Mac. We're, take, we're taking that out. We're, 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 we're taking that out. Matt edits out all his fucking stumbles. If, dude, if I was editing this podcast. We fucking both worked in kitchens and as dishes for a bit. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You fucking. I remember you came around one time. You were working at like. Was it BJ's Bond? It was the, oh, most, yes. the funniest fucking restaurant. Wow. And Fuck, like, I've had some weird jobs. Yeah, dude. You're really starting to rack them up. <laughs> and I remember you came around one day and I was like, I had been a dishwasher for like a couple of years before that. <laughs> but. And I, and I was like, bro, how do you like do the dishes? And you were like, they're all done by hand. Like, yeah. There was no uh, industrial washing machine. They didn't want to buy a machine. washing machine. Yeah. Hilarious. It was 1950 style, just in a massive sink. It was kind of cool, like for me to just see how it goes. But yeah, it was like the chef, like chucking hot pans at my, at my sink. Um, and the pans are like, they've just finished frying something. And they only had like five pans or something. And they're going through them quick. Cause it's like a takeaway vibe what was the cuisine it was um it was like it was like fusion of like nepalese and like australian stuff but also there was no distinct like food culture that it represented (laughs) it was pretty funny yeah and it was it was run by this guy bj who like had this like amazing like like they were all mates and they all lived together they're all like from nepal or nepalese they were like lovely friends to each other. They were really sweet guys, actually. And BJ just was like the charismatic leader of the group. And like, he was like really into art in like a funny way. He was like, oh, like, oh, you're a musician. You should get up on our stage and play sometime. And they've got like a stage at the front of this place that I never saw anyone stand on, except for like, I don't know, BJ to like raise his hands and show me about it. BJ's Bond on Parramatta Road. BJ, if you're listening. Shouts, but man, you you got me through some hard times. I think they were paying me thirteen dollars an hour. Does it still exist? And when they and when they found no, nah, probably not. When they found out that I had a car, my mom's golf, they were like, "Bro, can you please do some deliveries?" And it was weird, man. I like wound up. At one time, I wound up at this flat in um. It was like, it was in one of those like sort of Bayside suburbs in Sydney at like a kind of big apartment complex, and I'm like um supposed to get. I'm supposed to like get the money. I'm supposed to like get cash from someone and I knock on the door, knock on the door. No, no answer. Knock on the door, knock on the door. No answer. I like go down and I call BJ. I'm like, they're not picking up. What do I do? The food's like getting cold. He's like, just go and knock again. I go again. And then finally someone opens the door and it's literally like a sea of bottles of empty Jack Daniels and Gordon's and like all kinds of liquor and wine, like ever like on the floor, on the table, on the counters, 
I was like, fucking hell. And they tried, they were trying to like just get the food without paying for it. And I was like, man, fuck, I can't let you do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and like a bunch of weird places like that hitting up, yeah, BJ's for a snack. <laughs> I think people kind of knew like if it's not, yeah, if it's not Macca's or something, maybe I can get a, a easy go at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was fun. And then I worked at a, a Malaysian shop, which is actually still still going. Sharon Kwan's Kitchen. Yeah. And Sharon, place is Sharon's fucking food like is that. good. It's really good, yeah. yeah. She's an amazing lady, and and we ended up getting some like fun catering work through her. But oh, yeah. I'll tell that story another time, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think my like funnest one was I was like seventeen, and I would like wanted to be a chef, like I wanted to become a chef, and I worked at on King Street, and um, it was fucking crazy. Like it was like, when would that have been? Like twenty. Oh no, I finished up. Yeah, like 2013, 2014. So like things were a bit like laxer in the world. Like it was still kind of like okay to do like fucking smoke behind the bar, like after work and fucking get pissed every night and do coke. I know it still happens, but I think restaurants have cleaned up their act a little bit. But yeah, everyone was like really fucked and it was like everyone would fight and it, people would get pissed. And I remember like by the end, like everyone was just getting fired and it was just like all these like man children, like with big egos. Like it was really funny fucking one of the owners was like, I don't know, he was just never there. There was like two owners and one of them was like he was in over his head and he was in debt, but he was like there every night, you know, like he would be putting in the work. And then there was this other guy, his name was And uh, he was just kind of like, ugh, like he fucking, I don't know, he came around, he was like really pally, but he never put in a shift. And one time we got this bartender. He wasn't working there. He wouldn't work there. He would like come on the weekend, like when we were shot and be like, these are the beers. Like, I think he just thought it was cool to like own a bar, but like he never worked there. Anyway, everyone was kind of like young, like all these fucking young men when I worked there, it was all dudes, like. 100% 100% dudes. And I was like, lots of egos going around. And there was this one guy that came in and he was a little bit older. And he was like, I think he'd been an engineer, but he was like a really fucking great bartender. Like he was really clean. He was a professional. Like he was fit and healthy and cool. And he could just like charm everyone. Mm. And one time he fucking came in wearing shorts because he was like, also like an Aussie boy. Like mm. just like a straight up Aussie boy. Yeah. And one of the bosses came in. I remember seeing this one. Yeah, I was like 17. And one of the bosses like, what is that? Like, what is that on your legs? And he's like, l- the this dude, the fucking cool bartender, like looks at the boss and he's like, those are my calves. Like, <laughs> fucking deal with it. Like, and they just had to like have this really awkward conversation. But it was like the first time that wow. I was like, damn, there's this dude who has his shit together. And I just looked around and I'm like the youngest guy in here. I was like, damn, this is just all man children. Mm. And then it went to shit. Everyone quit and yeah. now it's closed. Yeah. They were kind of giving too many beers away. Kind of they were giving thing, right? way too many beers away. Yeah. But yeah, it was a pretty fucked vibe. And then eventually I was like, maybe being a chef isn't the career for me. <laughs> <laughs> after some time, I think. Yeah. After yeah. like five more years of thinking about it. it. Yeah. It sounds like it took a chef to convince you not to do it. <laughs> yeah, it did. I took yeah. a chef who like was an artist for ages yeah and i was like i don't think i can do it Mm. but yeah that restaurant too the other restaurant was just like fucking swimming in coke like it made me a coke addict for like six months yeah because the boss would just fucking you know coke us up coke us all the fuck up to get through the day damn yeah it was fun it was a fun time Mm. sometimes we're like our friends are shit cooks and like sometimes it's true sometimes we're just being mean but like I'm at a point now where I really do feel like I'm making 
like art <laughs> when <laughs> I make dinner. Yeah. Like when yeah. I put things together for you and I, yeah. like it really feels like that, like conduit of like, like straight up Plato shit. Like yeah. I'm a conduit of this thing. And I'm like assembling all these, like this history of food images and mm. things I've tasted. Mm. And like, I just like, we both do just have like, now after like a decade mm -hmm. have like an intuitive understanding of like what's going to work like mm. how should i chop this like mm. what does this dressing need like mm. what's how the most efficient way be? how yeah. hot should the pan be like mm. you know what am, what have i got to work with and like mm. we can make really good shit and in that moment like where i'm plating it and it's like coming together live like i rarely have thought about what it's going to look like beforehand like it's mm. all happening live mm -hmm. and it really does feel like i'm making something yeah yeah, I get that. And it feels yeah. really profound to me. And I fucking love that it's so, it's over so quickly mm. and that it's like, it's just gone. Like yeah. all that yeah. time and effort mm. and, and like all the skills that I've developed over a decade yeah. of cooking, like yeah. we ate in about three minutes yeah. and it's yeah. like, okay, now someone's got to wash it up. Yeah. Like it's the most transient it's like art form. Like yeah. 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 Like in order to interact with it, you have to destroy it. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I think like, Sometimes people want to like run before they can walk, especially with like the trendiness of like chef culture. Like yeah. there was a new like series out. I think it was a US series called like The Bear. Mm -hmm. And then I saw like some like local, like regional US paper had been like, it's a line cooks who are like the sexiest profession again. Uh -huh. And it's this really funny, like weedily, like US stoner looking boy with like <laughs> dyed red hair. And he Ooh. looks like he smoked a bunch of ciggies <laughs> and he's got like pimples and shit. And they interviewed like some Average young women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, they fucking interviewed some young women. They're like, oh my God, line cooks are so hot. Like with this sexiness of the food industry, like yeah. at one point it was like horrifying. It was yep. like being a drug dealer. Yep. And now it's kind of hot. Yeah. And like you might even say, and your like middle class yeah, child to like a hundred k culinary school yeah, yeah, in, in yeah, France yeah, yeah. or something. Oh yeah, that is a thing for it's sure. It's a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like not embarrassing to be a chef. Yeah, it's who cool. Do I know that's doing that. Like fuck, I I I can pull some names out, but I can't remember. Yeah, fuck it. Good bleeps. But yeah, I just want to say like I think because of that thing, like chefs being so sexy, like it has trickled down to the home cooks, but like people want to run before they can walk. They want to yeah. like fucking play with the tweezers, mm. but like they still <laughs> haven't like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you haven't put in your, your year. So like yeah. you, you can't yeah. fucking be artful with it yeah. until you've put in your time. It's, I don't know. It's, yeah. That's just my, my I mean, take okay, on like bad yeah. cooks at the moment. Yeah. That, that's, that is a good point, but we have to like say that like, when you're making a roast chicken for all your flatmates, like that's so beautiful. And it, and like it sort of transcends that desire that you and I have to make food as good as it can possibly be. Like at some stage, like we're all going to sit down and eat this and it's like just going to be beautiful because of that kind of gathering aspect of it. That kind of happened on the weekend. Cool. Yeah. I completely agree. Like yeah. Blue Mountains, we were away with some like friends who are really good cooks mm. and the food was amazing. Like yeah. it was, everything was fucking awesome yeah, and so thoughtful yeah. and like done effortlessly. Well, not effortlessly, but like kind yeah, of made yeah. it look like some, that. Some effort, there was yeah. some effort put in, yeah. but like that food could have been like half as good and basically like, uh, like it would have been, it like been so just as, yeah, yeah, exactly. True. So yeah, the vibe is always paramount compared yeah. to like you know if you're throwing a dinner party and you have to be like stressed mm. like you're it's too it's ambitious too yeah it's not the time for your yeah. art like yeah, 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 do that true. by yourself like yeah true but like it's just the, the pretension vibe. everyone's like it. everyone gets freaked out about it yeah i'm not mad if like someone cooks from a place of love like and they yeah. cook what they can but if they're like I'm an artist, I'm a food artist, like, mm. and it's not that good, like, yeah. then it's like, bruh, like, please. Yeah. 
I think there's an opening at Pari tomorrow. I might check it out. And cool. like I've seen, I've never been to one of their openings, but they always have the most beautiful food, like mm. in the pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, that's and a like, cool fucking. You don't really yeah. see that like at openings. They're a bit of a like foodless space. It's like, like cigarettes, che- cheese, and <laughs> sliced <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> if you're in a gallery that's serving cheese yeah. and wine, like yeah. fuck, like yeah. you're just yeah. there for the cheese and wine, and then you're gonna like go to the pub afterwards. Yeah. But you're not in a place that that's has funny. good paintings. I haven't seen cheese in a gallery in a while. It's because we've been going to like cool galleries. <laughs> I went to like a fucking really stupid like vanity gallery at the entertainment center before uh-huh. going to a comedy gig. Oh my god! Like at the comedy That's store, so funny. and I so- showed you some of the work. It was fucking hilarious. Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what were they? It's like those like, like horses in a field or something like. Yeah, like mad horses. But the funniest one was like it was like a blue mannequin with like a lamp as a head. Like, <laughs> Cool. Um, but they had fucking weird snacks, dude. They had a bunch yeah. of free booze, which was yeah. good. Cool. But then they had like grain waves, like mm-hmm. in packets mm-hmm. in bowls. Mm-hmm. And then they had like <laughs> little packets of like Maltesers and Crunchies, like in bowls. It's <laughs> like a COVID thing. That's what but I fucking got loaded. Yeah. I was hungry. Yeah, so nice. I smashed like a couple packets of grain waves, yeah, like fuck yeah. fucking two bags of Maltesers <laughs> and had like two drinks <laughs> before the gig. And I was like, this Dude. is beautiful. Yeah, cool. Yeah. The system works. That's, yeah, that's what those galleries are for. Yeah. Um, give me your phone. I want to talk about Metro One. Yeah, hell yeah. So this is a kebab shop that, um, yeah, Aiden used to live next to in Ashfield, not too far away from the renowned S-Lab, Soup Experts. Um, and it's like, they've got like a neon sign out the front, Metro One Kebab. I think I might've eaten there once. So you've got a lot more um, taste memories of it than me. But we just wanted to read bits of their like Uber Eats um, menu. They've gone. They've gone for an interesting strategy, which is like to go funny in the in the um, descriptions. So I'll read you this one here. It's halal snack pack, nineteen dollars. It looks pretty good in the picture. It's good. Okay, and then it says here the ultimate survival kit. We'll keep you full for six to eight hours. I wish you all the best in these hard times. Thank you for keeping us going. Beautiful golden chips, which are topped with the best chicken salt, dressed with premium mozzarella cheese. Cheese costs extra, <laughs> then topped with the most succulent donut and chicken meats. Um, and then this one was my favorite one. Meat salad box, $18. Looks okay. Yeah. Healthy version. Okay, and then the description goes, wow, dot, dot, dot. So we just found out that you can actually have four food groups, no carbs, if you get a salad. Cheese and meat box. <laughs> Look at yourself in the mirror afterwards and cherish the moment. There's a win-win. Anything else? <laughs> Beautiful. So good, guys. Yeah, dude. I fucking have a bunch of memories with this place. Like, I have a couple of friends who like lived in Asheville their whole life and they like know those people well. Like one time I was like used to wrestle in Ashfield and we got like a hundred bucks worth of HSP and like a couple of cases of like Cass, like the Korean lager. Yeah. And it's like sat on the mats and like Sick. it was like five times too much HSP. <laughs> but like yeah, I've seen a guy, like a really ripped guy, order the salad box before. <laughs> cool. They're like he's like HSP and the guy behind the counter is like chips and he's like no chips just like put it on the lettuce bro put the meat on the lettuce like I've had some crazy times there I think my favorite my least favorite memory was being like progressively sexually harassed by one of the guys yeah. like he was really invasive cool. with it yeah. yeah he's like where do you live like oh my he's and, and it was like I would get the wink and like the kissy face every time like yeah. me and my roommate and he was just like unapologetic like yeah. he's like 
but and it was weird too because it was like a language barrier. He's like, "You should come in the back and we should trade shots." <laughs> I'm like, "What? Did you trade shots? Like, <laughs> that doesn't even work, man." Yeah, oh, yeah. I and get then, what he's saying. One yeah, time, yeah. yeah, he's like, "We're gonna be, whatever." Yeah. He's like, "Something's got to happen if we trade shots." Yeah, it's a bit like when you like swaps uniforms and like the last day of school. Like, yeah. it's a bit sexy somehow. True. Yeah, um, I never got to do that. When um. One time, like, there was a really sweet... There's so many interesting characters there. There was, mm-hmm. like, fucking really healthy, like, singing guy. There was, like, <laughs> three older women who would always be, like, super nice and they would make the kebabs the best. And then, like, the night crew who were, like, assholes and would, like, undercook your <laughs> chips because they're there till midnight. Fuck. Fucking saved me one time. One time I was on a date and I had to cycle all the way home. It was during lockdown. After the date. Yeah, it was like an illicit COVID. It was like oh, yeah, peak you're COVID. Not supposed to meet up. And yeah. she was oh, like, yeah, do you want to come back to my place? And yeah. I was like, what? Uh, like we were hanging out in a park. <laughs> I was like, okay then. Like, <laughs> all right, all right. If, if, if it's going to be like that. Yeah. And then, uh, so it's midnight and I'm, I'm kicked out of her bed and I have to like cycle all the way home in the cold and I'm fucking hungry because I've been fucking hey. and Metro one is still open. And I'm like, Oh, like, yes. And I get like an HSP and a Gatorade and like eat it like drunk as shit. And I was like, you saved me. And they saved me like that. Like yeah. a handful of times. Yeah. But like, I think my last meal there. And I think one of my favorite memories was we had like a bunch of friends around and we did a fucking um, like pizza and like cards night. Mm. And they serve like pizzas in there that we've spoken about on the podcast before where like kebab shop pizza is shit. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Metro One, your kebabs are good. Your pizza's dog shit. <laughs> it's fucking feral. <laughs> it's so gross. That's so funny. But I would go in there and I would just get the dough. And so they'd give me yeah. like a big bucket of yeah. dough and I could like take that and make like really nice pizza for yeah. everyone. That's the classic like, Matt and Aiden trick. We used to do yeah. that. Like, was it Pizza Madre? Pizza, or was, before it was Madre. It oh, was yeah. something different. Something else there, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been doing that forever. Yeah, that's a good trick. A yeah, fucking why don't you tell the listeners, listeners about that there. recipe? Yeah, so, okay, so, well, all you do, really, is you go to your local pizza or kebab shop, in Aiden's case, and you ask nicely. You approach them with, like, a Tupperware and, like, a $10 note. You're like, please, can I just buy some dough from you guys? And I think half of the time or more, people are going to be like, yeah, of course, fuck it. Just take the dough. You go home, you fucking chuck some tomato sauce on that, roll it out nice and thin, put tomato sauce on, bit of olive oil, you're good to go. Obviously, Uh, I don't mean Heinz tomato ketchup. The critical thing is, which like every Aussie household has failed to do, they be baking their pizzas. Yes. And we don't be baking them, Right. right? We're grilling those bitches. We're fucking grilling the pizza, dude. <laughs> yeah, put it, put it on the grill. The grill's gonna get hotter quicker. Yeah, and like, yeah, like you're not cooks your you're pizza not, in a minute. Yeah, you're not. It's the hottest part of your oven. In your oven, yeah, you fucking go. Um, yeah, do you gotta dude. go or something? Is your ride here? My ride will be here when it's here. Right. Let's just keep going until I have to leave. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, that's our pizza tips. Do, I f- yeah, I fucking wanted to pizza. hear about. Um, I've forgotten what the story was, but I remember you telling me it was like while you're in Europe, mm. I think you're in Italy, mm. but like everyone has like the best fucking food travel stories. Mm-hmm. But like, I just wanted to be like, what if you only had one? Mm. Like, what's your one? It doesn't have to be that one that I'm thinking okay, of. Okay, My one is <clears throat> arriving in Hong Kong in 2018 to go and visit you um, in England. I was like on my way and I thought I better stop off if, if um, you know, I'm going to stop over in Hong Kong anyway. 
So I spent a week there. The first day I, I got off the plane, it was night actually. It was a beautiful hot night in Hong Kong. Place was buzzing. It was a Thursday night and like 10.30 or 11 and everyone was out eating dinner, shopping, chilling, having coffee and stuff. And I was just like like poking around. I think I just dropped my bag off at the hostel. I went straight back out and I wound up at this, um, like a at a curry joint and just sat down and ordered like the first thing that caught my eye. And it was the most stunning curry I've ever had in my life. Just insanely beautiful chicken, like tender and like complex flavors just in the chicken and then a beautiful bowl of spicy, spicy curry. Damn, it was good. It really kicked my butt. And of course I couldn't find it for the, for my, like all of my trying. I wandered around again and again. And I, I just could not find it the next, for the rest of the week. Fuck and I yeah. ended up going back to Hong Kong on the way back to Sydney. I still couldn't fucking find it. So it's like that uh, magic garden thing. You got to have like the right kind of like, you, you can't be looking too, it's like the platform in Harry Potter. You can't be looking too hard for it. Nah. I'm fucking cold, dude. I got to put some more. I got to put my trackies on. Put a layer on. I got one travel story for you. And then, and it feeds really nicely into yours. All right. My fucking number one all time travel meal was in Barcelona. And I just rucked up. We went out for like a night out and we just fucking walked down this alley. Dudes on the street would be like walking up to you with like little fucking like beers for a euro. Matt's putting on his fucking cod trackies um uh <laughs> uh yeah anyway so we fucking stumble into this kebab shop and it's fucking stunning like everyone's drunk it's like one in the morning um inside the kebab was like fucking some kind of chicken that had been like cooked in a tandoor and then the cheese this will fucking blow your mind and this was like so important to the kebab it was those like you know that like triangle cow cheese with like the red cow on it baby bell cheese i think so maybe not not the red circles it's like triangles you guys know what we're talking about but like and it was just the fucking most beautiful kebab and then later on i found out it's like a really famous spot like it's got like it's called bismillah kebab and it's got like over a k google reviews and it's like the spot cool and we literally just bumbled on it and then it was kind of like what you were saying like we thought about it we're like should we go back should we go back Uh because we're there for like a week and in the end we decided no yeah we're like that one memory was so perfect yeah that like going back could only hurt us and like yeah, maybe it would have nice been perfect yeah. but like we just had to like take that like love that. artistic yeah. like sacrifice <clears throat> yeah, where like we'll never that. have it again yeah. like, that reminds me of my mate Spike I was like uh, like we were listening to the radio one time in the car and I was like fuck what song was that do you know and, and like I think this was before Shazam was really a thing and he's like sometimes you just never get to know what the song is I was like cool yeah. I've got one more disappearing restaurant story it was the first time I ever went to Paris like as an adult with my partner at the time and we were doing the thing where you were like walking around with your girlfriend and like you're both getting grumpy at each other and hungry and hungry and we're like fine we'll just go to this place like and it it didn't look anything special and they sat us at a um table out the front it was like sort of early or late summer and um we were sat next to this window with like flowers all on the outside of the window in the kind of iron um grills that were going over the window and we're like getting our food and the food's like beautiful the food was really good i mean you know how sometimes french food can fucking rock not all the time we did have some steak and chips there that sucked at a different restaurant and as we're eating our meal and they're bringing us wine and it's like really beautiful food and wine um 
in the flower pots on the window, these like like a dozen beautiful little kittens appear, like a fucking Disney movie. And these kittens were like playing in the flower pots while we were eating in this like beautiful French late summer sunset. It was like, oh my God. Fuck yeah. That was, that was a crazy one. And yeah, we fucking, you better believe we looked for that place again. We didn't have the <laughs> humbleness of spirit to let that one go. We were like, we need the kittens. Uh, hell yeah. I need to get a picture of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't find it. <laughs> All right. We do need to wrap up. Let's okay. give like a quick fire, like a few restaurant recommends. Okay. Yeah. Um, the one I want to shout out first is called I Am Penyet Ria. It's on Church Street. It's an Indonesian restaurant. In what suburb? Uh, in Parramatta. Um, and yeah, like, I think they have some like traditional, like, or not traditional, but like shit you recognize like chicken satay and like really good sambals. Mm. I think I had the fried chicken, but I actually am not recommending that. Mm -hmm. There's some really interesting stuff that I never had before. Like these soups, these Indonesian soups. I think I had this, it's called Soto Batawi and it's like coconut beef soup, tomato, potato, fried shallots, celery, crackers, pickles, sambal. And it was just so fucking awesome. Like it was just like, it was like, they're pretty cheap, like 13, 14 bucks, just these like little side soups. And they were fucking phenomenal. Like it mm. was so complex and interesting, mm. but this place also has like a couple more fucking tricks up their sleeve. I want to hit you with one of the like reviews of this place. Mm -hmm. They're pretty fucking good. Mm. So like, maybe I'll find like a good one. <laughs> it's like, it's a bit of an interesting menu as some items were unknown to us. So mm -hmm. we had to Google them. <laughs> the staff was very nice and the food gets delivered by a robot, which is pretty cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the dishes seem quite authentic, which is nice to have something a little different to normal. Overall, a great meal. I want to find like one more review because I fucking found like, oh, what were they hollering about? There's yeah, like, go off. There was one more where they were fucking mad about the robot. <laughs> some dude was like Zombuma was like upset about the robot oh, I can't Tell even fucking find robot. it but yeah please go here like it's really fucking cool oh yeah here's the review I was very excited to try out this restaurant but left a bit disappointed mm. the restaurant is for tech savvy customers <laughs> from ordering and paying online using own devices and robot waiter delivering food very cool experience and then they like didn't like the food very cool experience, though. This is the fucking robot, though, dude. Check this out. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> that thing looks like a... Yeah, that thing looks like it does a good job. So they load... Actually, we didn't get the robot because we were outside and the robot can't walk down the step. <laughs> but this robot is like just a little fucking cone. And yeah. I guess the like chefs can like put the food on its like it's got like tray like shelves yeah, yeah. basically and then like you don't need a waiter or whatever yeah yeah, but yeah this one place less waiter is fucking sick like cool. church street goes off like it's a beautiful place to eat we gotta go like, yeah yeah let's go anytime sick yeah what do you got for me uh i don't really have any oh, uh, i thought you were just fucking googling i was trying my I'm best thinking. to google i was like i was gonna like pretend like i knew about a place forever if i found it on google maps but at the moment nothing's coming up for me why don't I we talk about some of the restaurants you've delivered to? Um, no? Yeah, of, among those, I would go to Chaco Bar. I haven't eaten there yet, but they're cooking like sick. Like they get like weird stuff from us. They get like yeah. chicken gizzards and yeah. like chicken hearts. Yeah. And they've got like one of those big like charcoal. It's like a huge long charcoal like basin or something that they cook everything over. So cool. And like you go in and the chefs are fucking deadly serious. Like they're nice. They're nice to me, but they're like... 
they don't pay me any more attention than they need to and they're prepping all yeah. fucking day yeah yeah that's that's a cool place that i really want to check out chaco bar in like Potts point have you ever been to any of like the fucking posh like sydney institution restaurants or like hmm. maybe not like the full-on ones i've but, been like, delivering to Rockpool. yeah we deliver them like mozzarella yeah fuck i reckon you guys have got to try and get your hands on some of this burraduck mozzarella mm. it's like the best version of it best it's like buffalo mozzarella so it's it's not like the stuff you well yeah it goes on pizzas but like on that trad like neapolitan pizza um but it's like it is like an absolute sacred experience eating one of these i i got two in a bag from the chef at work with a wink he's like don't he's like don't let anyone see you take these out he's like they're about to go off just go and have them and i had one with breakfast one day and it was like a meal on its own you know it was it's it was for two people but oh my god what a cheese what an amazing cheese fuck yeah yeah um yeah i'm just thinking ingredients i don't go to places I just, all i think about is the ingredients man all right i got one more quick shout out for yeah. i think it's called north indian diner just out from oxford art factory yeah i think that's the number one place after seeing a gig there to go sick open late fucking best and freshest naan i've had yeah probably ever cool really cool curries fucking wrap it yeah check that one out that sounds cool yeah what we did after we played at oxford art was um i got a roadhouse whopper and griffin got a roadhouse whopper what the fuck is a roadhouse whopper okay get this it's a whopper but they put one slice of really overcooked bacon <laughs> on the burger as well. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's oh, shit. the roadhouse aspect oh shit yeah if they would cooked the bacon way less if they'd give me the raw bacon i probably would have been happier then yeah, the over. We were both like, crispy. "Fuck you, crispy bacon." Yeah, crispy bacon's a bit. You guys like, are stupid if you like crispy bacon. Just one little bit of crispiness is fine. Yeah, but like don't make on the, the whole the thing rind, yeah. into toast. Ugh, yuck! All right, I'm done with this. You guys fucked us. <laughs> you fucked us with the bacon, bro. Now I'm mad. Nah. All right, dude. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Five stars, please. Uh, yeah, and subscribe and tell five friends. All right, bye. Bye.